Is that choking milk, I see? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm drinking chocolate milk because I am a child. We are clearly adults. Good evening and welcome to the train wreck. My name is Emma Gibney Warren. <laughs> um, you may try and hack me if you must. Um, and this is my wonderful, loving, colourful partner. Yeah, it's nice to it's nice to be back. I'm not gonna lie, this is like the sixth time we've started. We've had IT issues, we've just been chaotic, and we just haven't been able to get this intro right. So welcome back to Girls in the Fast Lane. And we're happy to be back. It feels this week has been kind of strange. We both haven't done a lot of F1 related. That is so incorrect. You have done so much work and I've done oh, I mean, shittle. social media work, but I haven't looked at any F1 news this week. Oh, it's just, yeah. You know who I think is going to win the sprint race this week? Who? Pierre Gasly. Why? It's time. Uh, I mean, you know what? Oh, he won a Monza, didn't he? It would be nice to see yeah, a, Pierre, a Pierre podium. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Ash said to me today on the phone, what if we filmed a podcast drunk? And I said, I think it would be the exact same as us filming a podcast sober. And I think I've just been proven correct. Yeah. my um, I was trying to send voice notes earlier and I couldn't even get fucking full sentences out. It was so bad. So bad. But yeah, he, he Monza. So he was in Italy. Um... And I think he needs to really prove because he's if he stays at AlphaTauri at the end of this year, I will be shocked. Yeah, I just hope he gets a better seat. For, like he's proved how great of a driver he is and how much of a team player he is. So I just really hope he gets a better seat. I feel like there's going to be a bit of a shuffle around um, anyway because you have a lot of people on one year contracts like. That's true. Like Vettel, Alonso. Um, so I'm hoping yeah, there's a bit of a shuffle and I hope Oscar gets a seat. Yeah. Well, Alpine have just come out with the whole, oh, we're willing to loan Oscar to someone for next season because we want him to get the most race experience because Alonso came out and was like, well, I want to race for the next two to three years. I'm going to be real. Alonso, you're great and you're on top of your game. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, you're not a bad driver. Like, there are worse drivers on the grid. But I also think it's time to move along. And I think I don't want to say it because I'm going to get so much hate. But I think Vettel, I love you dearly. And I think the stand, like the stuff you stand up for and what you have to say. And as a driver, you've done many great things. But I think it's time to move aside. Uh, for anyone that's listening to the audio... Emma looks like she's about to cry or walk off. One of the two. <laughs> um, look, I am coming to the whole realisation that I think Seb is going to retire at the end of this year. I, They don't have a competitive car. He, His contract... So his contract with Aston was very top secret. 
it seems. Um, not many facts came out about it. Um, there were <laughs> there were mentions of it being multi deal, uh, multi year, being one year. Um, no one really confirmed. So until we hear from Aston Martin or Seb himself, I don't think that we can um, make any assumptions. But yeah, I will be very surprised if Seb stays next year. He's got two kids. He's got a wife. He's got three. Seb has kids and a wife. <laughs> I, I heard um, today that he has three kids. Does he? Oh, no, maybe he's got two. False, false facts, false facts, sorry. Whoa. Emily and Matilda. They have three children. Why is it saying on his Wikipedia page? It could be a fucking lie. It says three children. It says three siblings. He <laughs> 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 good? Like, am I right? Am I, are you right? Federal marriagehood child friend it Hannah Prada at a private ceremony yeah. in 2019. And it they says have they have two kids. They have three children. Apparently. Wow. Oh, he's got a, two girls and a boy on it. Okay, sorry. Three children. Everybody? Settle. Sorry. Settle, Vettel. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> That was so good. What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, sprint race this week. Um, Imola. Very excited. I love a sprint race. I love it. Cool. I, love, I enjoy Imola. I'm going to be real. I'm excited for Imola. It, the only problem is it's like Ferrari's home field Grand Prix. race. Um, so. Well, that rules Charles be- out. I put Charles in the first of my top three, actually. It's a sprint. It's super exciting. It's um, The sprint is on Friday with qualifying on Saturday and the race on Sunday. I feel like it's a more exciting Doesn't... set out if you're going to see it. I'm sorry. Um, is qualifying not on Friday and then sprint on Saturday? Okay. I think it goes qualifying because qualifying sets the grid for the sprint. Okay, you are correct. Sorry. No, 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 it's okay. You're right. We're full of false facts today. We are so sorry. (laughs) We're doing really well so far. Um, But, yeah, I think we spoke about this before. I think it's actually really exciting because, like, okay, I will not lie. I loved going to Melbourne and I loved seeing it. But, like, FP1, 2, and 3, like, they can be low-key boring. Like, there's no racing. Well, there shouldn't be any racing. Having a sprint on the Friday is actually awesome, and I would have loved to have seen a sprint race with race on Sunday. I think the I think the I, I want to say it, but I feel like Formula One and the FIA are right. Like it does keep it more interesting for fans. It's obviously way fucking harder for drivers and teams because they have to be super ready. I mean, does do Parkfield may start earlier then? Oh my god! I don't even know. Don't ask me about Park Ferme because I do not understand it. The be- I understand it, but it just confuses me at the best of times. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> but um. <clears throat> I I mean I it's way more exciting than having free fra- practices, and I think yeah. you get a better feel for the circuit anyway in a sprint because what is it like? Th- Thirty laps. 
Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm actually not sure. But um, the because Imola, the race itself is 63 laps. Um, and our podium last year was actually pretty interesting. Well, I mean, not really when you look at the championship standings, but P3 went to Lando. It's a 100k dash. You were close. Close. With no mandatory pit stops. Good on Alex Albon. I mean, it's his time to shine, baby. Mr. Tyre Whisperer has been taken from Checo and has now gone to Mr. Alexander Albon. I think the... I don't think we mentioned that in the last episode, but what he did in Australia was pretty fucking impressive, seeing a lot of people complaining straight up with tire deg. Yeah, like he did so well um, compared to um, compared to the others and to, to manage those tires. And he was only like four seconds behind Daniel before he pitted, I think. Yeah. Um, so he did a pretty good job. Um, I also want to just touch on 2020 um, Imola, uh, where the top three were Lewis, Valtteri, and Mr. Daniel Joseph Ricciardo. Ooh. So the two McLaren boys have been on the podium in the last two years in Imola. With Renault, yes. Was that his podium where Cyril got his tattoo? It must be. That's um. That's interesting. It's going to be an interesting setup. I think I'm, I'm, I hate to say it because there may be on the table more than one Grand Prix for us this year, but I hate to say it, but I am looking forward to sitting down and watching everything on TV and listening to Ted and listening to like tech talks because I felt so fucking out of it when I was there. Um, and we did touch on this last week, but it literally didn't help when um, the – the, the internet was so bad at the track. So you would try to listen to the Sky Sports commentary and you couldn't get it on time. So it was like a minute delayed and <laughs> it was just not fun. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was pretty hard. I think they like with that sort of stuff, cause they're recording it and live streaming it and then we're trying to download it. I feel like that would have been the case anyway. I feel like it's going to be the same possibly for any other live races we may attend um well speaking of live we're gonna watch a race this weekend together for the first time that's not over a computer no i'm so excited um um so my my parents that told me they were gonna watch it (laughs) to watch listen to this are definitely not so you know I think that's I think that's hilarious though we've had some other interesting people listen in uh (laughs) I will not name <laughs> names, but... Ash, I just need to tell you something. Yeah. Your voice is really sensual and nice. <laughs> I believe the word was calming. Um, oh. You know, I don't know if I put it in the context of calming. Yeah. Also, I feel like I need to point out the fact at the moment that you're wearing a Mercedes shirt. Yeah, and you're wearing red... Were you, you're wearing Red Bull, right? Oh, yeah, you're wearing Red I'm Bull. I'm wearing tattoo. double Red Bull. Because yeah, it's just a world championship kind of viral, rival, rival. Fuck me, rival. <laughs> Can't say. It. So does that mean that I win rivalry, the WDC rivalry? and you win the constructors? I mean, maybe. 
I still 100% believe that I could jump into an F1 car and drive it. I really feel like that's our toxic traits. Like, and I feel... I think that's our red flags. <laughs> I really feel like that's... When we go go-karting together, I feel like we're going to... It's going to be a train wreck. There's going to be a lot of flags going on. I think it's going to be a good time, though. I do. I think, speaking of flags... <laughs> Thank you for picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> I got there. I got there in the end. It was hard. I'm so proud. <laughs> I, I really thought that's what you were doing the first time. But then I was like, <laughs> yeah, no. I was if you like, watched back the recording. My eyes went like. <laughs> um, we're, we're introducing a new segment for. Um, we have quite a few listeners that have actually never watched an F1 race, which I find hilarious. Um, and I really appreciate you guys listening in and listening to us talk shit for 45 minutes if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, I honestly think that's amazing. I'm so, so thankful to have our listeners being so faithful as they do. And Yeah, you guys are all right. Oh, Jesus Christ, Em. We, we want to keep them around. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my hate comment, okay? Oh, I know. It's been a while. We might get it. Um, I hope so. Going back to the flags, because we just got way fucking off topic. Are you going to give me one? Do I, what colour am I going to get? Uh, black flag, you're disqualified. Oh, I was going to say black and white, but you just went so hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, fuck, I can't even remember. Oh, so we're introducing a new segment for our listeners that are, you know, F1 newbies. But, you know, you don't have to be an F1 newbie. Sometimes there's just things about F1 you don't know. There's so many rules and right. regulations and things that I'm still learning. And I pretend that I know a lot about F1. But So, welcome to Girls in the Fast Lane Academy. We've caught it. Um, oh, I know. I like it. I do too. Um, this week we're going to be talking about flags. Finally got there in Not the, the red flags you find on Tinder, the ones on the racetrack. Yeah, and I actually learned a few new flags that I never even fucking heard of when we were doing the research for this. I don't know about when Ash was doing the research for this. Yeah, yeah. she actually learned a lot of things, um, which was cool. Um, do you want to go through a few of them? Yeah. So um, the first one that I feel like is a really common one that you'll hear a lot is yellow flag. When um, Something's yellow flag, there's usually some sort of danger on track, whether it's debris or a person or a dog. Uh, they sound made up, but these are all genuine things that have happened in an F1 race. Yeah, actually, you know, animals on track is actually something that happens regularly. Well, not regularly, but it does happen. Yeah, I don't think we've had one this season yet, but. Not yet, but I mean, we've had dogs, we've had. Actually. There was seagulls on track that nearly got hit at the Australian Grand Prix. I was watching in turn 10 in the fast chicane. It was oh actually a fucking, gosh. it was a laugh because everyone, everyone in the grandstand was like. <gasps> the so, um, do you know what a double yellow? I do not. Double yellow is when something's blocking the track and to so drives like the take. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So, like, kind of, I'm assuming, like, when Lando was in Spa last year, like, because he bounced back onto the track, he was blocking the track. So, I think that would, I mean, that was red flagged, but I feel like yes. that would be, like, a double yellow. Yeah, 
situation oh. in that sector. Wow, I didn't realize that. Um, that's really cool to know. Yeah, I can, I can definitely read yeah, we'll these out. So, um, so one I didn't know was a yellow slash red flag, which kind of it's kind of, it's striped really. Um, mm. It's vertically striped. Um, and that means the track is slippery and that can be with like oil or water I've actually never seen one in a race um thankfully yeah neither I'm surprised though because we've had a few races where there's like sand or dirt on a track where it makes it slippery um unless it actually just means Jeddah after um Nick's race didn't they hose down race crash didn't they hose down the track and they thought it was going to be slippery yeah and they put like cement or like concrete dust or some shit on it yeah yeah and then something we didn't get in Jeddah or in Melbourne I was super impressed was a red flag um and that is when um something's happened on the track or weather is um playing havoc or something like a missile attack actually no they didn't red flag that session um and that means that the session is stopped um so it means that you go park in the pit lane if it's during a race but in the fast lane of the pit lane um, and um, basically drivers can get out of their cars and they will then give you a time. Usually they give like five or 10 minutes notice. to uh, let you know when the session is going to recommence, but I don't think for the practices, the time stops, does it? It's just quality in the race. Yeah. I think for quality in the race, when something's red flagged, the clock stops. Um, yes. Practice the. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, the the clocks keep going. Um, I'll do this one too because I did some research on it before. Not that I remember any of it. Um, but black flag. That means you're disqualified. So that's shown when a driver does probably something not great, and they get disqualified from the race. Um, Who was the last? The most recent. Oh my god! What's his name? He was at Melbourne. He's the reserve driver for, what is his name? Are you talking about Felipe Massa? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, I can't remember what it was for, but he was the last one. It was an incident where two drivers got disqualified. Um, Because I Um, sort of saw that, but I was like, "Eh, I didn't, didn't know that much detail. Maybe I could have been doing some research while you were having computer issues. Oh, I mean, my back is constantly sore from carrying the team here, Em. <laughs> sorry, guys, I'm out. I'm uh, giving Ash a black flag. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my computer just fucked itself. <laughs> and now the whole world has heard me scream. <laughs> Brilliant. It's exactly what I wanted. Um, so <laughs> the next one we've got on, which I'm really excited to do, was Blue Flag. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I love Blue Flags. Blue Flags are great. Blue Flags means you're too slow. Get out of the way. Yeah, it's generally someone is coming up behind you faster. I think it's really um, pro- like prominent in quali when like someone's doing a fast lap or in the race when you're getting lapped, like you'll hear like blue flag move over 
for so-and-so Max Verstappen's coming through? I'm going to skip down a little bit on our list of things. Um, so I know that you've written, it's like, it's like a warning. Um, so the, the, the one thing I remember the most is um, Max being given a black and white flag for weaving on the straight. And basically it's like, a, hey, if you do this again, you're going to get a penalty. So stop doing it. Yeah, I think I've also heard it a couple, I think it was Monza last year, Lando got a black and white flag for track limits on a corner. Yes, yes. They, I can't remember if it was Monza, but they definitely, they definitely get black and white flags for track limits. Um, I think you get in a certain amount of black and white flags before you get a penalty. Yeah. I think three is, yeah, I think it's, um, green flag obviously is a common one you'll hear as well, which is racing as usual. So it's lights out and away we go. That's it. White flag <laughs> is slow moving vehicle ahead. So I mean, does that mean like a crane or safety car or Well, I don't think they're allowed to be on the tracks anymore if there's a crane. Yeah, I feel like some of these and the other flag we heard of was black and black a black orange flag with circle. an orange circle. But I've never heard I've never seen that before. So maybe it is a thing. But I mean Generally, they know what's going on with the car before it happens. In most yeah, instances. which means mechanical issue and to return to the pits. I think these are like outdated because um, yeah. you don't but, you don't really hear them. And I mean now, so we still have flags, but we also have the screens that flash around the track that flash these. And I mean, they even have a safety car one, which just says it's yellow with an SC in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then our final uh, flag that is to be talked about is the checkered flag which means session finish unable to start a new lap but we are not checkered flagging this session so stick around (laughs) (laughs) going to Imola what what are your top three now I hope you enjoyed the academy um girls in the fast lane academy uh, segment and we'll be bringing that back if there's anything you want to learn or anything that we haven't covered that you're like, what the fuck are these bitches talking about? Let Send us know. in conjunction with your hate mail. Yeah, right? Because leave a comment somewhere on social media, whether it's TikTok, YouTube, Insta, and let us know what you want to, like, let us know what you want to learn about F1 so that we can help you guys learn and make it easier to understand us when we're stuck. All right. So, Imola, have we got any circuit facts? I've, we've got it down here as a point, but I don't, don't see any yeah, facts. Yeah, so our previous podiums were Max Lewis and Lando uh, for last year, and the right. year before it was uh, Lewis, Valtteri, and Daniel. Interesting. Interesting. That spices things up. I mean, is it going to be a McLaren P3? Are they slow corners? Probably not. <laughs> Um, I actually don't know. Um, I uh, it's um it's Ferrari's home race, which is which is cool. Um, and there is only one DRS zone. Uh, what? Uh, I think yeah. So it's it's anti clockwise as well. Which is really cool. We haven't had... It's the first one of the season, right? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, The lap record was set by Lewis Hamilton in 2020, which is a minute 15. So, I mean, 
Lewis Hamilton. Oh, sir. Sir, sir Lewis Thank Hamilton. <laughs> Mr. Sir Lewis. <laughs> That's not it. You're right. There is only one DRS zone and I, 19 corners. I like that you doubted me, though. Yeah, I just feel like there's usually two at least, right? Like when it's not very often we have one. <laughs> I was <laughs> fucking right about that. Um, <laughs> I feel like we should move on. I feel like. Let's talk about our predictions for the weekend, I think, first. Yeah, let's do that. I think you start. Um, I've, <laughs> I wrote mine down before because I was like, I'm just going to. I'm not e- doing any research. I'm just throwing it out there. I've gone Carlos because I would like his maiden win to be at a Ferrari home race, right? Like, yes. His maiden win at a Ferrari home race is going to be epic for him. What a memory. I just sending him some good vibes after the Australian Grand Prix. And in second place, I've put down Verstappi. I've put okay. down Verstappi in so fact that I don't want to, I don't want Verstappi to lose. I want him to be up there fighting for the championship. Mm. And it's like, I don't want him to win the championship, but I just want something to like contend with okay. Charles. Cause I'm not really feeling this whole villain era from George to be real. So that's mm-hmm. where I stand on that. <laughs> then I've put in third place, which I can see you smiling about already <laughs> is I've put Lando in the sole fact that I hope he defends his third Lando podium tier last year. And the reason this was was this the first race or second race of the season last year? Just uh, shows you how well we're doing. It was a wet race, that's for sure. Oh no, it was the second race of the season last year. Right, it was the first wet race I've watched. It was my second ever race oh that my I watched. God, this is where the the crash happened between um, Valtteri and George. Yes. Oh, this is the second goodness. ever race I I ever ever watched, and I remember saying to my ex. Lando's gonna get a podium and he laughed in my face and I was right <laughs> so I just uh just want to keep you know reliving my first season of F1 ever via Lando coming third also I want them to do well in the standings this year so it would be nice if um they could get some decent points can we just touch on the fact that uh Lance made up three places uh last year and finished P7 in Imola Look, there's a first time for everything, you know? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and a last time. <laughs> would you like me to do my predictions? Yeah, great. What do you predict, Em? Tell me. Uh, Charles Carlos Checo. No explanation. <laughs> no, I've been told that my expectations are too long. Um, all right. I'll try, I'll try and keep it short and sweet. I think Charles Checo – sorry, Charles and Carlos – um, I think that they will want to. It's Ferrari's home race. I, They've got a lot to race for. They've got the superior car at the moment, uh, depending on what upgrades Merck and the other teams bring. And I think Checo will be chasing another podium. He did well in Melbourne. Um, oh, I reckon Max will DNF again. I reckon Checo will DNF. Ooh. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. They're having reliability issues. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if both of them DNF to be real. Same with Aston. Like, it's just... You know what? If Aston DNF, I don't have to go on my um, 
my bet that I made. So now that we've we've talked about our predictions, we're bringing back Tinder predicts for the second time. I haven't even. I just sent about bunch of messages out to people asking for their predictions for Imola. I haven't actually even checked them. So you're going to get my live reaction, um, unlike usually where I usually pick them out. Ooh, they're going to be my reactions as well. I'm so excited. Yeah. So the first one I want to play you is play someone me. sent me. Yeah. Somebody had sent, <laughs> someone has sent a voice note of his prediction. Um, I'm not going to name names. There's two, people that, <laughs> there's two people that have sent voice notes. So. I'll play with the first. Second will be Leclerc and third will be Verstappen. That's Who'll what we're with. And I think fifth will be Alonso. And Ricardo seventh, Norris sixth, Hamilton eighth. Um, Sonoda ninth. And I'm going to go for Mick Schumacher in tenth in the points, I think. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Sorry, who told this boy to count? <laughs> Russell first. Russell first. Okay. Now, that was an interesting top 10. Um, and <laughs> he, he missed a few numbers there, am I right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, that's what you get for finding boys on dating apps, right? Yeah. Um, so then my second voice note guy. So to, to uh, explain what happens here is I've asked this person before. <laughs> A prediction to put on the podcast, and they're like, their response was this. <laughs> we won't roast you. We promise. Roasting is strictly for people that give me dumb, dumb predictions. We'll see what the prediction is. It'd be hard to go past Ferrari, wouldn't it? He's got a nice voice. I hope Carlos, but mm-hmm. about the sprint races. Oh, so then he asked me about sprint races. Is he single? Sorry. Is he single? Yeah, he's single. He has a nice voice. Uh, getting back on Tinder, I've asked Marcus, his Tinder predicts, and he said Verstappen, Leclerc, Lando, Norris, which, you know what? I like this prediction because he's going with Verstappen, right, which we're hoping Verstappen starts to make his comeback. And he's also chosen Lando, and I am fucking here for Lando. <coughs> Thought, thoughts? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like it, but I think it's the safe option. For the first two. All right. Now we have Hugh, right, who has said Verstappen takes the win. He's mad about the DNF, so he's coming in with a vengeance. Again, like this prediction. I do. I do like this prediction. But then are we setting – But also, he adds, if I might, let me take you to dinner. (laughs) Is he paying? I mean, I'd fucking hope so. Can I come too? Yeah, sure. I we'll make it. I won't even tell him now. That, yeah, I won't even tell him that he like you're you're coming. We'll just go. <laughs> All right. Then we have Nick from Tinder, which who says Max Charles Checo. Another. Ever, this is a popular trio I'm finding. I put. I obviously I put Checo in my three. Um, I've got a few people saying that they have to wait till Friday to make their predictions, which I'm like weak. Absolutely weak. Till after the sprint? Till after quality? And I swear to God, if another guy tells me that Ferrari is a favourite, I'm going to be fucking mad. <laughs> okay, bold prediction. Ferrari double DNF. This, uh, Red Bull 1-2. Missed one of... What, we need to give him a nickname. Bull? 
No, no, not bull. Sexy the, voice. Um, yeah, <laughs> sexy, sexy voice. Sexy voice. <laughs> we he did predict that Mick would get points this weekend. I think. I would I'm love sure. that. I could be lying. If he's listening, I'm really sorry if I got your predictions wrong. It's okay. We called you sexy voice, so there was no roasting here. Yeah, we just gave out compliments and we never do that. So in exchange, please leave us a hate comment because we're really dying for our first one. We are. Um, and I just need to ask you a really important question, Ash. Yeah. Are you a late breaking zone? Because I really want to dive real deep inside you. Yes, boys. We're bringing back our Tinder pickup lines. From M's Honestly, point of view on these, these, I love these so much because I think they're just so funny. And Have we got some more good ones this week? Yeah, I do. Well, yeah, because I've, I've got some from the GP. Not the general Ooh. practitioner. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I come first in qualifying, can I put my pole in your position? Uh... Mm, yeah, it's all right. We've had better, but it's not bad. So this one, so, okay, so I thought that when you screenshotted when you were on FaceTime, it removed the screenshot, but it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) So Ash's face is just in the bottom of all these. Um, So this one, well, okay, one, he spelled Lewis wrong. Um, And then he forgot what he was saying halfway through. Um, call me Lewis Hamilton because you'll think I'm better at what I do based on my equipment. Bad. Doing it like a like a, like a one. Feel like that's Are we gonna generous. rate these? Yeah. yeah, I think we should rate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then he forget. <laughs> if I was a Formula One, I'd be a 2014 Caterham. <laughs> that's that's the team that uh like they just pulled it. I think they pulled out mid season. Okay, so I'm an F1 fan, but I don't. I'm, I've only been around recently. Yeah. Um. Then I got. Are you the red flag from F1? Uh. Do you think you could call my interest in F1 a red flag? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um. <laughs> only, only because we spend. Sweet. I worked out the other day. I spend. We spend about ten hours. 10 hours each a week on this podcast. Oh, so, God. And people ask why I have no time because I work and then I do this. It's like double work. <laughs> I work and then I work again. Um, are you on F1 track? Have we had this one? Because I could watch those curves all day. Ooh, I kind of like that. It's kind of nice. He, he low-key looks like Sebastian Vettel. Did you ask him if he's Sebastian Vettel? Well, I said, has anyone ever told you you look like Sebastian Vettel? And he said, no, but that's nice. And <laughs> I wanted to ask, which Sebastian Vettel are you looking at? Current Sebastian Vettel that looks low-key, unkept and homeless at times? Or Red Bull era <laughs> Sebastian Vettel, who was chef's kiss? Um, do you fancy a pit stop? Because uh, you might end up in the wall. i have so i had two favorites for the week and i've saved them for last is your name verstappen because i want to push you into a wall 51 g of force i mean that's a passionate lover yeah (laughs) and and 
or his name is Lewis Hamilton. One of the two. Uh, Jackson, actually. <laughs> but Jackson is, I don't know. Um, and my my favourite for the week. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. If I'm a barrier, then you must be Roman Grosjean, because after our smash, you're left limping. <laughs> Your laugh says it all right now. How okay they are. On the opposite side, I think women are pretty great. And um, we've introduced another new segment for our non-race weeks. Look Um, at us being creative and shit. Pardon? I said look at us being creative and shit. I know. I love it. It's because we've been deprived without race week, even though the last week and a half has been the longest of my life. Um, so we have come up with Woman of the Week, which um, that title is definitely pending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need something. And um, we decided to touch on one of the most influential F1 female figures uh, in the sport at the moment, um, who has, has assisted a world champion for a number of years now. And of course, we are talking about Angela Cullen. Yeah, honestly and also she's kind of our neighbor right she is she's a kiwi she's from auckland so she's kind of our neighbor so i feel like there's no not a i can't even speak there's no more there's not a more i can't i'm so proud of you there's not and a more appropriate way to start this segment with having someone from, you know, that's practically homegrown. No, and I don't think there's a more appropriate woman to start this segment with than one of the, I think, the first woman, women to be involved in this way in the sport. Because before this, I don't think there'd been a female physio and um, a female strength-based trainer which she's not because she's actually a physio which is really cool yeah I think it's also really interesting um you know like being a performance coach that I feel like that's a male-dominated industry and most performance coaches are older older white men to put it plainly um and even like inspirational speakers older white men yes um so I find it really, I find it amazing and I find it really inspiring because it was kind of a stage where I wanted to be a performance coach um, and then realised that that's not <laughs> who I am in the slightest. <laughs> I said today that I wanted to go for a hike tomorrow and I was like, oh, it's like 14Ks, like, that's not bad. And Ash was like, ew. <laughs> um, but I don't think Angela had that problem because she was a hockey player for a number of years. Yeah, she's in high. Prof- she's in um, elite sport, right? So, did she go to the Olympics? You did the research, yeah. So I'm, I'm relying on you, babe. I'm relying on you. I, I don't, I don't think so. But I might be throwing a false fact. Um, I know that <coughs> she's been Lewis's. Um, physio for a number of years now um no she, yeah, she played in an international level but I don't think that she pe- played at an Olympic level oh okay I'm well, I mean, so that's... sorry no I'm correct she she's worked with British Olympic teams 
Okay, so that's where I was picking up yes. the Olympics thing from. Okay, well, I mean, that's pretty incredible in itself, like, to be involved at a sport multiple times at the highest level, like, highest level in, like, Olympics and highest level, like, motorsport is F1. So I think that's incredible that she's but, done both. But not to mention that she also has two kids and a husband. All right. How does this woman How does she balance this? And a husband and 23 races a year. And she goes she goes to practically every race, right? Yeah, and she does everything for him at that race. Like, she is in charge of making sure that he is in the right mindset the entire four days while they're there. She does his routine, his logistics, his diet. She acts as, like, a security guard when she needs to. She, like, the amount of positivity what this woman must have is just astounding. Can she drop some my way? Like that would be. I know, Angela. Hi. Can you please tell us how to be more like you? <laughs> um. Also, if you've got a fun fact here about her loyalty to Lewis. I do. Um. So they actually have matching tattoos, which is really gorgeous. Um. And they both have the word loyalty uh, tattooed on their wrists, which is really cute. We should get a matching tattoo. If we make it to, I mean, we're going to have, like, 52 pods. Actually, no, we won't because we started late. We'll have, like, if we make it to, when we get to 50 pods, I'll give you a teddy. Will this be your first one? Not my second. Oh. But Exciting. I'll give you my first. <laughs> and Charles is apparently getting my third, so. Oh, it's okay. We'll see what happens. We've still got a long season to go. we still have 20 races. 19 after Imola. My goodness. 20 races. That's insane. Um, is that all we're saying about? I also would like to say that sh- I really admire the causes that Angela and Lewis support. Like they, you know, she recently um, – met with the girls on track at the Australian Grand Prix. And I don't think it was even a scheduled thing. I think they just kind of ran into each other and got talking. And, you know, she went out of her way to, like, speak to them and take photos with them. They got She got them driver cards, you know, explained a bit about her job and was just really supportive of having more women in the industry. And I think that's another thing to remember is that, you know, empowered women empower women as cheesy as it is. It's the truth. Um, and not to tear anyone down, like we just need to keep building each other up and, you know, congratulating each other. And I think that's what we're trying to do with this segment is just show that, you know, anyone, anyone can start a podcast and anyone can get into F1 and anyone can do what they dream to do. They just, they just just need to be brave enough to try really. Like that's all it is. That was so inspirational. It just made me want to become a better woman. Thank you. Meanwhile, we're still roasting people on Tinder. (laughs) That's different. They're men. We're all about women. Like, we love men, but we're all about women raising each other up. There's too much woman on woman hate. Um, And I think that's so ingrained into us as a society and that we want to break back from that. But um, this this is turned into our serious segment. 
Yeah, I think also the something else that we should touch on that I don't think we've really come across, like that we've never really stated on a podcast, is that like we are trying to create a safe space for fangirls and for fans, for females and non-binary um, people, like, and even allies, like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and hate on men, but we are trying to create, like, change the stigma of gatekeeping and women can be involved too and it doesn't matter how long you've been involved in F1 as long as you love it like who cares if you get something wrong like that's why we keep our false facts in and that's why we try to be genuine and authentic as we are because we don't want people to ever think that we are know-it-alls because we we don't know and we're just trying our best yeah and I mean as much as I would love to know as much as I can about F1 it's a long process and it is a hefty sport to learn about Oh, I don't think you realise how mammoth of a sport it is until you realise it's got its own fucking ecosystem. And even, even at the start of the year when the regulations came through and I can't remember what we were looking up. We were looking up something in the regulations and I was just going through page after page and I couldn't even find what we were after. There was just so much. Um, we were talking about the fact that it's race week and that we have a race. It's race week, baby. And it's your birthday. I know what I could, I was like, there was a part of me that really, at the start of the year, like it was really important. Even in the last year, it was really important for me to get tickets to go to my first Grand Prix. And there was a part of me that wanted to go. (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't. It was just so. Um, yeah, it was really important to me to get to a Grand Prix this year. And there was a huge part of me that wanted to go to this this race because it's on my birthday. But um, I think that I think that the stars are aligning for some bigger and better opportunities, which is nice. It, they, I think they are. And I think the stars are in position. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> a little bit of a egg, an egg drop. Egg? Egg? What are they called? Easter egg. Easter egg, thank you. We just had Easter, you'd think I would know that. Um, and I think, I mean, goodness, imagine if we went to more than one Grand Prix this year. Imagine if we did like a whole continent tour. <laughs> Jesus, that that sounds a bit out of reach, I reckon. That's, oh, I don't know if I could, I, I don't think I could put up with you for that long. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, today has been a testing of our friendship, that's for sure. I'm glad I'm not the only one that felt that way. <laughs> I was like, does she hate me right now? <laughs> no, I just fucking hated my computer. Valid. <laughs> Is this time to call it I a day? Think we're call- I think we should have called it a day about an hour and 14 minutes ago. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's time to call it a we're day. We're calling it a day. Good, good day. <laughs> good night. Good day. If you've good enjoyed night. this absolute train wreck of an episode, please like and subscribe. Check out all our channels, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify. Please leave us a five-star review if you're enjoying. Or a hate comment. If you're not. If you're not. Just thank you for listening. And we will see you this time next week.